Hey everybody, before we get started, I just want to thank Southwest Turf Support as being the primary sponsor of the From the Jingweeds podcast now. Southwest Turf Support supplies golf courses and professional sports fields with the highest quality products and services. Southwest Turf Support is based out of Phoenix, Arizona. They also cover New Mexico, Las Vegas, and Southern California. Some of the product lines that they cover is Florentine, Grow Power. They just picked up Turf Mend. They also distribute Guru Turf Colorants, which makes Desert Canyon Green shit. They also cover Ninja Tines, JRM Incorporated, and also Par West Turf Service Products. If you do have any questions or interest, please reach out to www.swturfsupport.com. On that website, you can find a full lineup of all their products, and also you can find their sales reps and find out which one you're going to call within your area. Once again, I just want to thank having you guys on board, www.swturfsupport.com. Thank you. Mention that you heard him on the Jing Weeds. Later. Stay best. Harry Warden, back to your conversation about where the fuck we're ever going to get guys and who left what. Well, I don't know. I just saying I don't know where they're coming from. And all the new guys that were at this outrageous wage, they're no, they're no good. Right. You know what I mean? They're they're the equivalent of like bagging groceries, you know, at fries. Right. They're, like, they're terrible. Right. And then now it's a quality issue. So we got all these people all the cups are this and it's like the bunkers are that the other day i got a complaint the all the cups in the back nine are crooked and it's like we didn't we had the new guy we took him or you know first couple times through we left him at number nine and it's like i can't i might as well be cutting cups if i'm going to stay with that guy you know what i mean and shame on us for not being there on the back nine to look but we're also super working superintendents i got to be spraying my other assistants doing this thing my other assistants out like well, you guys are both basically spray techs now, right? I mean, Dude, Matt I, is. Yeah, I am. Oh, for sure. And I love it. For like the last two weeks, I've just been spraying rough, just yeah. trying to get that done. The like diquat in the rough. And it's good for me because I feel obviously comfortable with the spray. I don't have to worry about checking on somebody. Uh, and also, it may, it gets me on every single green kind of at a higher rate than my fucking head is. Every day, you know, because usually you know, you've walked on all these greens. What's the first thing you do? You stand there with your hands on the hip, scope the whole thing, see something down in the corner, and walk right over to it and squat as close as you can to it. Yeah. When you look at it from above, you're like, oh, shit, it's not that just that corner. It's fucking here it is over here in this corner. It's so true. not yeah, that I have any true. fucking problems on there, but it's a reason of why I like to do it and kind of promote doing it yeah you know to even even assistants get out there and spray it don't always stick it to the spray tech obviously he does 90 percent of it get on your important spots or whatever it is and see it from above yeah well but, that's the same as playing your golf course you drive you drive it every day it's probably the same path pretty he much. fucking you five minutes into it? two minutes into this and he already wants to just cover it and get over what happened to him on the golf course today. Oh, <laughs> oh just fucking well, we're in, is, like, right in it. What happened? You don't well, know where no. the members are hitting it. You don't know how it's playing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I think getting out and playing, you see it from different spots. It's like, well, I would never drive over here. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never drive over there yeah. where yeah. I I used to walk hit. like a nine holes. Yeah. You know, when I was when yeah. I was a super, I used to just get out and walk. I mean, you just see stuff you don't ever see. Yep. You almost get tunnel vision in your cart. It's like I'm yep. going to six, and you just drive the same path to six. Yeah, and you might as well play it too, because at the end of it all, you're getting beers bought for you <laughs> if you win. <laughs> True, and so there were beers bought today by Dan, which I was counting pennies after 
eight holes for sure. Well, uh, I was like, ten, uh-oh, I'm starting to rub ten, nickels together because I, I got to buy. Right. After 10, I was up three. Yeah, you were up three after. So, yeah, so you're looking good. and I lost by six strokes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, 85, 79. That's a rough back nine. It was, I think I had four. And we're not going to really get into it now, but Dan, and I won't even mention his name, but there's a name now we call but the what happens when you melt on the golf course because it was so bad but the the moral of it is just bring up politics to dan <laughs> while he's playing golf and the minute you started talking about it the minute you started anywhere t- anymore with the people talking about it. no, so, you, no you were just saying you met your neighbor first thing you said yeah oh yeah just straight into politics yep right into just it like, yeah. that's how it's can't go to any meetings you can't go in the clubhouse without and you hear it around like on the putting greens now and it's like jesus christ it's the same group and you guys just talked about it last week aren't you tired of this shouldn't this be your getaway but that is their getaway you know at the age group and the demographic that we work at and where you worked at it was that's all they got for the day that's all you know and the wife or partner or whatever it is is tired of hearing your shit about it and you just want somebody else's opinion one fucking week after you just heard their opinion about it. <laughs> I just don't I don't get how people don't see how both parties are absolutely trash. I I am in the same There's flaws thought. everywhere, right? There, there's, there's flaws same. everywhere. It's all we're, about money. We're yeah. all human beings. Yep. And somehow we pick these people to decide it for us. Yep. Oh yeah, that was one of the comments like one side, I won't even say either side. It's just every it, they're all hateable now. It's yeah. like, well, I just say you wanted to shoot the other side. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what, right. What do you mean? Like once you both hate it by each other, right? Over yeah. what? Yeah, and that next shot was chunked, major, <laughs> <It> was chunked. <laughs> and peeled out. Didn't came thirty yards short of a hundred and seventy yard par three, <laughs> and it was over from it's there. A, it's a solid back nine. Yeah. It was a solid back nine. Thirty nine <laughs> in the front, forty six on the back. That was that for a day. Yep. And what? I and was 41-37? Huh? 41-37? Yeah. 42-37. Yep. Yep. Feeling good. Fuck yeah. Pounding it today, Chucky. Pounding it. You gotta start playing. That's so, uh, we're getting let's to the get point to the season where we can oh, it's flip flop in cruise control after I get this, this Diquat sprayed. Yeah. Make sure they've got, the moisture is good and just hang out. Yeah. That's what I'm looking well, for. Well, you guys deserve it. For I'll, two I'll more months. <laughs> we get like, two no, months. No, you do. <laughs> People don't realize what a Arizona superintendent goes through. We kind of talked about that before. Yeah. Oh, that's delicious. But it's like, this is 365 days, 360 days a year. And a lot of places, the snow on the ground for five, six months, and you're just in the shop, which gets old. Yeah. But you do have that breather. Here, it's like, what's next? What's next? Oh, we're overseeding. And then now, next thing you know, we're going to be spraying You're, already, out, you're like, already thinking yeah. about Bermuda grass, yeah. and it's January. Dude, exactly. Yep. Like, I was, I'm already looking around. I, was, I said that to you today on number three green, the par three. I bent down to move my ball and, like, get a better lie and, you know, kick it around. You know, and was losing at that point. <laughs> so I was looking for anything. And, uh, hey, your Bermuda on your greens is green. And it's not the right. pigment green. You know, you can no, tell right. if there's spots. And it was green. So, I mean, sure, that pigment that you're spraying in there is helping that well, keep it going. Too. Even areas like that I sprayed with Diquat. It's just like, it looks like it's almost greening up after, especially like the wetter areas. I don't know, but. Fucking keep doing it. Keep doing it. <sighs> Next thing you know, we're going to be talking about airifying fucking fairways. I uh, looked at pictures. <laughs> license. Look, yeah. It's like, just get me to overseas. Yeah. Fuck. I looked at pictures the other day and it was just two days ago. I was trying to find something else and uh, 
got to I think it was February 30th haha uh -huh. did you catch that there's none of that March 2nd or so and when I was banging holes in the fairways uh, and yeah. I was like Jesus Christ that's fucking a month and a half away yeah. Yeah. but I was started with the you know high traffic areas and all those compacted spots and I was just like let me see what happens here and I just did it all right that looks fine let's go jump eight holes ahead do another one Bounce back around a couple of times. And I walked in there. I said, anybody say anything? After like two weeks of it, anybody say anything about the holes? What holes? I was like, perfect. Good. Yeah. It was <laughs> like yeah. on to do the next. Yeah. So by the end of March, I had holes in all the fairways. Shit. That's not far away. Not far away at all. So welcome everybody to episode number 83 of From the Jingweeds. We got a guest here. That was his mouth yapping. It's the uh, boy that bought some bourbon. He's got the more nicknames than anybody i've ever known in this fucking industry and we'll just start with his name jordan gill ex-superintendent now with ewing irrigation what is going on my friend not much man thanks for having me um i brought some uh some nice bourbon for us to enjoy uh some we got three fucking bottles of it. <laughs> we, we got we got, three, we got three, choices we got three 750s to try out so this first one's fantastic it's, well let's uh, Let's cheers to this. Chucky, thanks for coming. Cheers, cheers to you guys. What thanks is for having it? Me. This is Remus Repeal Reserve 5. So this is a special release from Remus Repeal that they do every year. And uh, it's made in Indiana. It is... Uh, Chucky is an Indiana boy. I am an Indiana boy. Boiler maker. Boiler maker. Yep. Um, I miss the Midwest. Built so. by Wendy's. Do Built by Wendy's. <laughs> do you miss it? I do miss could it. Could you go back? I could go back. I miss oh, the seasons, man. Do you? I do. Oh, way, Jose. I miss the people. When's the uh, last time we're back in the winter? It's been a long time. Yeah, see, <laughs> go, back for, go back for Christmas and we'll talk. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's been it's been probably three years. Yeah. So this is brew this is distilled. Sorry. I'm so sick. I'm so used to saying the beers. Distilled in Indiana. Yeah. French Lick, Larry Birdstown. Uh, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Phenomenal. Yeah. It is uh it's one of my favorites I've had all year. It's fantastic. Um, it's got uh, five different blends in it, anywhere from uh, uh, 2005, so 16-year-old bourbon, up to um, 2008, uh, which is, you know, it's only got 9% of the uh, 2005, but up to 54% of 2008. So anywhere from 13 to, uh, to 16 years old. It's fantastic. It's very good. It's very, it's good. very good. And uh, I drink pretty much whiskey bourbon, uh, special occasions, and it's all over the place. I don't know how to drink it. I'm not quite sure. It's just some days I feel like I want it neat when I want to fucking mm -hmm. grow a pair and look at me. <laughs> so we, so we got a barrel proof coming up here in a little bit. A little <laughs> bit later. Yeah. So we got it on ice right now. It's more like water down yeah. a little, but right now it's smooth. It's, it's smooth. very good. Yes, yeah, very good, good flavor. Very um, good. Yeah, so I, I'm those Midwesterners ain't got much else to do in the winter time, so they just fucking distill this shit in their shops. Oh, I like the bourbon. At the end of the night, I'm usually chucking in a like a bourbon and water. Yep, just to, just for a nice capper. Yeah, Ooh. it's solid, smooth down. Good. So, Chucky, um, 
now on the dark side, as we call it, yep. from a superintendent, which is so weird because it's like dark side. We're like, how do I get one of those? <laughs> how do I get one? I want one over there. You were uh, climbing the ranks from a little turf kid right up to through the spray tech assistant or worked on a crew, yep. climbed it all, got your superintendent's job. How long were you there for as the superintendent? As the superintendent, I was there for four years. <laughs> and fucking later at the first opportunity. I... I wasn't even looking, um, but I got the I got the chance first first time they came to me. Uh, I actually turned them down. I, I don't think I really want to do that. Um, stupidly, thank God they came back and and said, "Are you sure?" And uh, I changed my mind, and uh, the the rest is history. It's it's, it's totally different. It's just it's such a more you make your own schedule, you make your own pace. Um, it's all in what you want to go get. It's if yeah. you're a go getter, it's if, for you. If it's if you if think you, you're gonna you, reel it in, no, it ain't if gonna you be think for you. People are just gonna give you give you jobs. That's not how it works. It's it's building those relationships. It's and and thank God I know most of the people out here um, because if you're new here and you're going out and knocking down doors, most of those guys don't like that. You know, superintendents. Yeah. You need to have phone numbers, emails, and set appointments up. If you're going around sh- just showing up, that usually doesn't work out very well. <laughs> you're not selling no? that product. Yeah, no? I- I've been, See, I kind of, I've just, like one or two of you, I mean, I need to be entertained every so often, so swing by. Well, just go luck, ahead. I'm not saying you. Your shop. Yeah, I know. Well, that's part of the whole plan, but uh, yeah, just entertain me once in a while. It's fun. To say later, catch me on a good day. <laughs> I've, had, I've had doors slammed in my face. Oh, no, I can I've only imagine. Which I would honestly, it's more or less like, "Hey, I'll give you your introduction, respectful." That's I'm yeah. I'm okay. Thank you later. Yeah. Or I might listen, but here you go. I'm not saying get the. You got to do something for me to finally go. You know what, man? I told you once. I told yeah. you twice. I fucking. I was all set. At one, right? You don't need. I got your number. Stuck. Yeah, you are. You know, a nice guy. Well, you got the leather couch. See, I don't care. That's why they. That's because they drove forty-five minutes to get to you. (laughs) 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 You can head back out on that golf course. I just need a little siesta here. (laughs) I haven't seen you in three years. It took me three years to get here, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you got the couch. Yeah. The couch can be comfy. Ah. He's, Dan's well, got I'm a Dan's got a new admin. I walk in there and I'm like, "Where's my girl? Where's Lucy?" At you know, not in the tower, not on the top of his filing cabinet. She's not my office. Anymore. She's literally she's like, on his admin's desk in a, a brand new bed, <laughs> nice. underneath a lamp that looks like a fucking tanning bed. Living the life. She's just chilling. Dude, yeah, yeah, just living the life. She, my admin will come in on her days off because she lives in the community and like give her milk. Yeah, it's like you gotta. <laughs> She started bringing treats, and now like the cat knows the drawer, and will just scratch the drawer and drive her. She was helping. Or we saw the video of her. Literally, there's a she has a touch screen, and and the cat's bouncing off of it, like literally order, like trying to order trash key uh, uh, treats. Yeah, I hate cats. I'm not. I'm sorry, Lucy. Lucy's the best cat. Animal lover, like dogs first, Mm -hmm. but like Lucy's money. And the reason I did get Lucy, swear to God is I used to have cockroaches in my shop so fucking bad. And we weren't paying an exterminator, and I was like, enough's enough. And I went and got a cat. 
and that fixed the problem. Oh, like that. I would come into the shop with ten dead cockroaches on the ground. Scorpions. There is not a single one in that fucking place. Well, let me tell you this. If you could find a um, something that would take care of gophers out in the golf course, you'd be a rich man. Oh, Lucy could probably take care of it. I don't know. But dude, I don't it's know. Looking. It's so widespread. We got one out in the yard and then one now, Lucy in the shop. There's no cockroaches. Maybe one in the last since I've had her. And I got her for free. And she's a good cat. Like, she's a Cool. We said yeah. there's a spectrum of cats. They fucking suck. Yeah. Or they're real cool. And Lucy's stays at awesome. the shop. Yep. Stays there all the time. That's yeah. Good, has man. a giant bowl of food, giant water all the time. Plus now is admin <laughs> like superintendent in the town that has a cat. I don't know. Shop office. cats. I think inside. it's right. I saw something on Twitter it was shop cat and the dude was or the cat oh, yeah. got into the waste oil drum. <laughs> was covered in and like pranced it all over his office <laughs> footprints of shit of all the oil yeah so you got a dick yeah. for a cat you know they could be fucking real bad um so changing from the super so you have more respect for us now absolutely you were saying in the beginning and it, it hit, hit me i was like fucking dudes like you deserve the time off. You, you know, yeah, dude's you, got, he's got three day weekends and shit. All yeah. days. You, you superintendents put way too much pressure and worked way too many hours on themselves. It, it's just, yeah, but, it comes, yeah. we, it, we, it's instilled in us. That's just the care because we care. Right. There's a reason we all became superintendents because we were on the crew. We cared. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's just like, you care too much. And you, some days it's like for fucking what? This guy's never going to, he doesn't give a shit or he's, he's never gonna, happy. Yeah. Never, never happy. happy. Never had him. Never seen this guy drink a beer on the golf course. Never seen him smile. Bitches about his score every time. It's like, what the fuck do I care? He doesn't give a exactly. shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's almost the state. And maybe it's country clubs. It is because country clubs, especially my place, they play fucking five days a week, which is fine. But they're not out there having fun. It's a job at that point. Yeah, and like, both of you have bounced around from spot to spot, you know, as far as different oh, yeah. sections yeah. of a the it. country I've been at every level, and yeah. then at every level, and you find it exactly the same. Was it like public in the summer in Kansas City? People are out having fun playing golf, and this is the daily fee. Like we got out of the office today, we're crushing beers. And then my let's place, go have fun. Who cares what we shoot? Let's yeah. just go. But have was fun. that place, particular place's little men's club? Oh yeah, real, they were miserable. They exactly. That's what I'm saying. Is it, we're you at. I mean? Yeah. That yeah. happens at every single club. So back yeah. to the study that needs to be done is what the fuck happens to someone's head when they grab the yeah. golf clubs. You know, we I, talk I, about I it, and I know you when what? you're like, "Fuck, we're gonna play some golf today." You load up, but it's not like. I'm going to go to the go-karts, and there's going to be golf in the way, and I'm going to get so fucked up. That's what I love yeah. about playing golf. Like, my wife's friend's husband's. Like, yeah, I play golf, and I'm like, I, you know, you just kind of look at them, and you're like, no, you don't. Yeah. Like, son, I am at a family gathering, and I'm dressed in Travis Matthews shit head to toe. Like, I play golf. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, not so much. You yeah. know, the, the, boots, shirt. the boots in July with cut-off shorts. <laughs> yeah. And don't say golf. I, yeah, I don't want you at my place. I know where you play. We don't, yeah. but those are the people we need in golf, supporting yeah. golf. Yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we need everyone's money, but we don't need them like, destroying. Been, and no. We need them respecting Respectful. it. The enjoying the game is lost. So many, I don't know how many times I've driven around. It's like nobody is smiling. I know. 
I mean, they wave, but they're not having a great time. You would. That's like, yeah, that's you a getaway. A little, you were a little dumpy pants coming on on 15, 16, well, 17. Well, you fucking was playing like shit. Yeah, I know. But you fine. were pumped before. Throwing some clubs? No, no, no he didn't chuck any clubs. I threw two clubs. I didn't clubs. hit a ton of bad shots. It was, I don't know why. Putting? A couple chunks. And by throw, One I mean like drive drop. Out of bounds. That's it. I know, and you called it. I did. I knew exactly. And it pumps it off the president's house, president of the club's house. I was going to say, I think I've heard this before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) As soon as he he hit it, he's like, I do it every fucking time. And he's like, and I was like, yeah, you do it a lot. He goes, that's the president's house right there. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've definitely heard this story (laughs) while I'm driving up this fairway. Every time. So I know your clientele pretty well because I was at Tano Verde for two years. So, I mean, it's. It's a different clientele. It's tough. Yeah. It's I'm a country club, you know, member. So that's like this status. But we know in this area that they look 12 miles up the hill. And to me, that's country club. That's private golf. That's top here. Yeah. You just happen to live in a community that has nothing but golf courses. Yeah. And I'm not that that has obviously no knock on the whole style and everything. But they treat it, the member, that person treats it like they have made it. Yeah. Yep. And they did in their eyes. You know, I'm not trying to bag on the, I'm trying to be a new me about that kind of shit. Is you don't know where that person might have come from fucking nothing. Yeah. So this is way beyond. And you know who ain't members at any of those places? None of these three uh, motherfuckers that uh, are sitting yeah. around this thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, this podcast is going to get me, you know, <laughs> one of the big ones someday, <laughs> someday. Uh, but, you know, you don't know. So, but it's still not right to treat like that. You know, treat. You treat people with respect. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've had a, I have a good story from Tano Verde, and I'm going to go ahead and tell it. Good. Um, we so, love stories because anybody, well, 75%, maybe 80% all know this story. I will say. Or a version of it. Mm, I'm, a majority of my members are really good people. Dan does it, walk around and kind of, I mean, you put that little cart in glass and he might be the Pope. He's waving, <laughs> waving, waving. Ugh, these fucking people. Golf course is closed. Get your fucking dogs off here. <laughs> and goes waving by like, hi. Badass dogs. Fuck them people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah, your dogs was, are saying it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I bring my wife Becky out. Um, it's during overseed. Um, we're growing in uh, a new p- putting green, sprigged. Um, you know, it's four o'clock in the afternoon, and uh, we're, I'm just looking at water, checking it out. And a uh, member walks up to me with his, you know, just shorts on and no shirt. So I'm like, hey, how's it going? Um, I know this guy. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna say the name. Um, we, we can edit it out later if we need to. Uh, yeah, Mr. Ernst, Larry Ernst. <laughs> Who uh, the Lair Bear is a uh, <laughs> the old Lair Bear is a pretty famous character. So I didn't know this when he was. He was is this Larry? To me. His name's Larry. Larry Ernst. You're gonna have to cut this. But my guy that I've hugged twice without a shirt on, his Larry Bonoff. No, so <laughs> oh, it's, yeah, so it's a Larry. He's like a WWF promoter. <laughs> ball on top. You got to delete. Nice. Yeah. Said, but nice. Uh, and he shirt off came out smelling so much like weed. Damn! Like give me a big hug with oh. his shirt off, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, Larry, awesome. 102 degree day, no shirt." Nice. Little... <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Um, so, so Larry Ernst walks up, and uh, I have no idea who he is, and he goes, 
Hey, golf course is pretty piss poor right now. What are you guys doing about it? <laughs> and I just look at my wife and I'm like, yeah, we're trying our best. You know, it's it's summertime. I think I said overseed earlier, but I think it was summer because we were sprigging the putting green with Bermuda grass. And uh, So not January? Not January. Oh, okay. No. It's uh, probably June 1st. Yeah, yeah, it's probably June or July. Yeah, the middle of June is the fucking best worst time to do it. Is, yeah, best time to sprig out here for us is it better be on the ground by June 1st. Yeah. To get it fucking solid because they're going to want to play on it come july yeah, you're first. overseeding it too but you know yeah when you get those projects and they're like yeah we can sprig it uh how about uh august 17th you're like fuck no yeah Can't why is it this in why isn't it growing yeah Anyways, go ahead so so he walks up and says that he's you know golf course is piss poor the whole spiel of of what we're doing and why is it looking like it is and and out there, the water quality is absolutely garbage. I'm aware. Um, so so <laughs> we you. had. Thank we, you, George. <laughs> you, you are because welcome. Because I can speak into this thing as many times as I want. Yes. Um, thank you. The water quality is garbage. The soil quality was not good at all. Um, and we had transition issues. Um, you know, we had transition <laughs> issues on both courses. Um, but that's that wasn't a new thing. So that for him to come up and say that in front of my wife. I thought was pretty disrespectful. Do you think? Did he sniff you out as new guy? No, no. He, he did just he just saw he just someone that worked something. Yeah. So so come to find out, um, this guy's pretty up there in military ranks. So if you go to San Diego and you go look at the uh, what's the ship that's there that you can tour? Not even yeah. sure, but they're doing. You know the, they're about. supposed to be doing the opening ceremony on that. Um, you can go in that tour. And he was the leader of that ship. He, you, he was you, the commander. He was the commander of that <laughs> ship in San Diego. So do you, so it, do you wish that you knew that before this run? Oh, absolutely. So you could have been I've like, just been, yes, sir. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Respect. Right. Yeah. But that's. Is that you a start doing push-ups? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> sir. <laughs> start doing <laughs> Sorry, <push-ups>. sir. <laughs> How many, sir? <laughs> sorry, sir. Stop. I'll stop when it's green. Just stop quoting Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> but that, you, you, could, stand up when it's you could tell he's never let go of that mindset just by that conversation yeah. with yeah. him. And, and I t- I, once I found that out, I was like, it doesn't make it okay. Like, you should, you know, at that age, you should be respectful of, of all people right? and especially for everything that he you have seen as a person you'd think you'd be more respectful of, of, of somebody and and tell them in a more respectful way but I, when i feel like when they have that status it's like i'm i'm like i'm above you're, you you're you're my boss yeah but like we're still human beings man and there could be an easy explanation as to why there's no grass over there yeah but have you asked yeah exactly like well, we actually we sprayed it out. You told me we're th- gonna put a bunker there. You exactly. Told, you, you told me the story know. today. Uh, did you ever have to do this in your days? Have uh, member surveys about like the whole entire club, and it's broken down. You know, restaurant, food, and beverage, and it gets the golf course. You know, and you get one through five or whatever it is. Do they have a chance to write on there, or yeah. is it just it's whatever no, the can. number is, and then you respond? Well, no, there's a comment section. Okay, there's a comment some section. Some fill it out, and some didn't. So at his club. When it, it's one through five, yep. correct? And when they get to number three or below, Dan has to pick up the phone and call them. Or email. I know, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. yeah. And ask, 
Why a number three? So it's a new member. So he's he's he's, but he's not only growing the grass. You have. He's not only babysitting his crew. He's spraying everything. Now he works for Yelp. Yeah, he does Yelp reviews. Well, the biggest issue <laughs> he is does Yelp. The biggest, <laughs> That's the all biggest issue I told him is it's the like truth. The dude, the dude puts a two. We're gonna out get of five. good, Chucky. This you want another Remus? Bird. You want to try something different? Uh, all right. He got. He gave it let a me, two out of five. Let me get rid of the water in the bottom. And of it. I was like, all the surveys are like four out of five, five out of five, five. I out played five. it today. It's, it's awesome, but we'll get to so why. So he gives it two yeah. out of five. So I'm like, what is, like what's going on? Uh, and like I get surveys back to the practice facility, one out of five. It was closed. Like, yeah, you, you can't give it a one out of five. You've never been able to use it. We, it was under construction. We got it leveled. And so it's closed, and he gave it a no, one. No, so he gives the, the golf course a two. So I got to send the email. Hey, man, looks like you took the survey. You're not satisfied, which sucks because you're a new member, and we want you to love your experience This here. is the other, Yeah, brand so new member. So let me know what your concerns are. Maybe I have an answer. Or maybe there's an easy explanation, or maybe I don't. So he responds, Oh, well, I was here and like after overseed and the greens were slow and the water, the grass is long and it was wet. And I was just like, he's like, yeah, but then I came back after Christmas is unbelievable night and day. It's like the greatest conditions. I can't wait to bring my guests out. And it was just like the membership director didn't mention anything about overseed or this is what you're going to see. So now I'm taking. And she didn't darts. even mention about the jingweeds because if you would have listened, yeah. you would have heard all of this shit. Now yeah. they're lobbing grenades. He's like, well, now I understand that we oversee the golf course and this and that. And it's great now. So I can't wait to shake your hand. Right. It's like that the membership director has to sit down. And now I have to need to send an email to that member, especially before transition and be like, this is what to expect because the what you're looking at now that you're loving, we're going to spray out and it's probably going to be not the best you've ever seen. Probably going to be ugly for a little bit. If I moved out here and had no idea, yeah. I I would be the same way. I've had to deal with that already, but with 100 new members. And like you shouldn't need it. That's related. not your job. It's not being relayed to the new guy like, "Hey, this is what we got coming up. No, We've got overseed coming up. This our is job, what to expect. Our right job on January is January 1. It's going to be awesome. Our job is to finish that conversation. Correct. But they should be punching a, a ticket. Yeah. And now we're left to pick up the pieces. And then after he's like, oh, now I understand like my bad. It's like, so do you, you should write a, do you write a letter? Like how, how about you go combating this for the future? So you're not into that. Do you write a letter kind of basic year? What happens in a nutshell? Do you think this would work? And hand it to the membership director. And that just goes in the packet of Maybe what, hap- what happens does. to the golf course does. through yeah. the year. This is what So like- as they're reeling through, and there's pictures. Don't call you faults, but maybe it's going to fucking help you in yeah. the end. Is Here's January yeah. today. It was tits. And we talk about it is you get to January 1. That's how you want that place to be till April 1. And then we can start kind of at most places screwing with it a bit, you know, and it's still awesome, but agronomically we're really yeah. deep into changing things around. Notice. Right. And we're getting it. Then you fire one off, you know, you, so you got your March and you got your June. Yeah. You want to go out there works. and take, June correct. But you throw it in that little yeah. deal and then you chuck it in there with, when it's diquatted out or scalped out. You know, a whole ba 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 boom overseed. You know when I get this here, is it why. is in October, yeah. yep. and then you you know when veer I back to that January one at the very end, so they see that full year, and it's like okay, 
Well, I get killed the most. Let me know me. if you guys are writing that. Uh, I'll sign the be- the bottom <laughs> of it. And I'll even write the memoir. Or the, what do they call that? The beginning of a fucking book. <laughs> yeah. What, what are the they? Memoir? The, no, not the memoir. <laughs> but the preface. Pre- yeah, the preface. I'll write the preface of your little article. The worst time is so. You we see, close. we grow grass and we don't do grammar <laughs> exactly. and writing. We close. Let's call it May fifteenth every year for eighteen holes, and then I start doing all that shit on those bad golf courses, airifying, spraying out. You we, don't. You don't do anything. That's that's nothing, man. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a, even. That's another talk. But we do all that, and then so the other golf course typically, if it doesn't get outrageously hot, it's pretty good. Then we make the flip to the one that's now sprayed out and transitioning, and it's like. Oh, what the... F- You're like, what happened? Like, <laughs> Dude, Dude, it's just happened on the other course. So now what I do is I do videos. I've been doing them, you know, and it's like, yeah. here's what's coming. And, and it's starting, I probably got to start in the end of February. It's like, this is what to expect, especially with 100 new members. I just had to do a video and be like, just don't drive in the in the collar, you know? Right. <laughs> here's how to fill a divot. Here's how to fill, a, like, fix a ball mark. Just a steady reminder of the 90-degree roll because we have 100 new people out there. I it's it's bad and so I was driving by Sun City West. It, it it's been a while, but it's after it's been after overseas. It's probably November, and there was a literally a cart driving on the green, and the guy was sitting on the seat putting. I called the super. I said, "Is this allowed now?" He's like, "Yeah, there's nothing we can do about it." No oh, manga. And that has nothing to do but with you know fucking what? up your golf course. That has nothing to do with all that no. bullshit. That's a fucking respect of the game of golf. And like if you're there fucking as a member yeah. of a club, fuck you and respect yeah. the game. We Res- talk about this a lot you know, in the club. Is respect Dan, the game and stand six look, feet away and put a pool noodle in it. And so, so I wish you guys could see this picture. Oh, send it to me. Call. I'll, I'll but, look yeah, at I mean, that. You can look at it right now. Like. He's sitting on that. It, it's not a full cart, but it is a yeah. three-wheel cart. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> dude, yeah. <if> they, <laughs> the fucking dude's handicapped. We're definitely going to have to cut this Shocking. Shocking. But you're driving on the green. Yes. Well, yeah, that cart's well, built to be driven yeah, on the green. you got to cut built. that out, Dick. No, and I was going to ask you. We ain't cutting you. shit out. <laughs> we ain't cutting <laughs> shit out. <laughs> we ain't cutting shit. Like, no. that's... That's okay. No, that's, the, that's considered okay. Well, yeah, yeah that's part that's of the fucking American. Yeah, yeah that's I've actually American disability. Act. Really? The yep. ADA. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Oh yeah. Okay. Jeez, you have been so yeah, yeah, fucking sprinkleless. You want to let jeans and fox shirt with boots guy on the golf course? So we're, going, <laughs> we're not going to let the guy that's paralyzed from the waist down. <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Trying my, to bad. The yeah. my bad. I, yeah, my bad. When he first said that, I'm like, because he's sitting. You know, I was like, I'm thinking his, this is one the of demographic of Sun City. I was just, the whole time. I was like, poor oh, guy. This can't, is, he's getting crippled. <laughs> edit that shit out. All right. No, no we'll be fine. Hey, maybe it's the fucking bourbon talking. So number two when. Now into number two. Oh, hold on. Uh, so we're back to this. If a guy really is on the green and we're allowing that, it'd be like, like there's people in the group that have to be like, dude, Matt, you can't fucking drive on the green. Yeah. Man. It happened, it happened yeah. over here locally while a construction project was going on here in town and you were cruising around with them and checking out the whole construction. So the golf course is closed. And they're just wheeling around, wheeling around. Super goes right across the fucking green in yeah. his golf cart. And Dan's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, 
dude, we're on the construction. We've driven spray rigs over this thing. He's yeah. like, we've done that. It's not like every one of his members is doing yeah. it, but he was horrified. <laughs> that, like, yeah, what are we know, doing? Like, when is he going to cut it? <laughs> you're not playing a my course. Yeah, he didn't give a shit. No. <laughs> but he ain't a good point. He's like, I drive the fucking top dresser over this, the full load, the spray rig with the full load. You think... Well, I was like, maybe I need to get it's out of true. the cart before I fucking put ruts in this <laughs> yeah. bad boy. Yeah, you want to talk about full load? Sometimes right. I call myself sure, a full pal. load. <laughs> but Brand, yeah, like my members are like, well, maybe we need to put a rope up over here. And I was like, well, maybe you just need to tell the guy in your group not to drive next to the green. I can't. I, right. I think because that why was. Why do I have to be the bad guy? You can't rope everything. I tell you. You know why you don't want to tell him? You don't want to be the bad guy. But so we can. Yeah. No. And there's, you know, playing today. I did notice. Uh, you know, you guys did that uh, pole system at the tee yeah. box, um, and that's the front, middle, back, right? Right. Where the pin well, it's is. It's 150 with the front, middle, back. Yeah. And then years ago, when I started playing there, you guys had the gate system. Yep. Uh, then you didn't have 150 markers ever, right there? No, the 150 marker is the front, middle, back. Correct. Yes, yeah. I got you there. And I mean, out in the middle of the fairway, you nope. had those. No. Okay, you didn't have those, so you got... We tried to do that, and they wouldn't let us. So these these poles front middle back things are at 150 it changes the color whether it's where it is but it's way off to the side it's not in the middle of the fairway it's at the tee box if it's at the you know par three but he used to have the gate system you know how you traffic everybody enters here and move and leaves here then you get to move those around yep i look at a half of that shit is like the signs like no cards past here it's God, this, guys, this is trash. It's all trash to me. That's all it looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, it makes, this is shit everywhere. We got the GPS at my place. And then Dan at his place where he gets to communicate pretty well. I think, I mean, the ball marks are nothing near what I have at my place. Do you have a divot committee that goes out and helps you fill divots on like certain days? Because so I thought on the fairways were. We have groups that go out. So we'll make them the mix and they'll come pick them up and have. They'll go out and drink beers and then have dinner. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. It works oh, really well because the whole time I was like, "Shit, there's a there's a ton of them filled." Yeah. Mine, I have to have one of the outside service guys does it. But yeah. I just thought now you talked about it before was you went into these greens committee meetings and they're like, "Hey, we need ropes and stakes here," and you're like, "No, this is your club. If you respect it enough, you guys should know where <laughs> to drive. Respect the ninety degree rule because that is going to change." And I think getting rid of all the trash and what I see is the traffic is definitely not, I don't, I didn't really notice the member problem. I noticed a lot of your uncontrollables. Yeah. Your, you talked about it last week. You had the overflowed lake by the town's water source. And I saw that and it was like, you, every person has to walk through that because it's right next to the green. It's like, motherfucker every place is good or every place around here is good except for something you have and it's zero control so bad other golf course away right yeah we're well, on well, white wing and it starts on quail to quail and it goes down and it's like fuck here's your blemish that you're getting the email about nothing to do and it's the only area it's that super you can wet through. So every, and every cart has to go through it so it's just like a mud bog and it stinks for the members because how they, long does it take for that to heal that's that's so that thing. that probably ran i think when we get the rain last week it was running it's either been one or two weeks i can't remember mm-hmm. and it's still exactly that's what i'm saying still, like yeah it's not a quick fix no and there's nothing out of my control it twice in one week they overflow the lake and it ran it ran down the whole side of this hole where all the members enter and exit. Is that 18? 
No, four. Okay. Quail. It, it overflows the lake on quail and then runs across four white wing. Okay. And it goes all the way down and then behind five and behind five green and six. And in between the houses, it's pulling DG onto the turf yeah. and all this shit. The point is now you get the emails. What's up with the side yeah. of number four? You know, it's like, oh, man. You can't control it. Yeah, you can't. And it stinks. And it sucks for the member because they're like, man, we've been following these damn rules and we can yeah. doing this and we can doing that. Yet. Yep. Here's an area that is fucked. Yeah. Son of a bitch. What a what a, what a great job. What a grind. What a, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Any openings of Ewing? <laughs> <laughs> so so I wanted to touch on this. Um and I don't I don't think it's you guys know it, but I don't know if everybody does. Is the employee shortage isn't just golf courses. Oh yeah, no. no. It Ewing struggling, everybody's struggling. Yeah. And Where do you struggle the most? Pickers, drivers, desk help? Desk help. Because I was gonna, if you guys. if you said yeah. sales guy, I was gonna be like, uh, my number is four eight zero two nine seven six five. In the future, there might be some more tr- sales opportunities. It's nowhere near my phone number. <laughs> area, um, but uh, but right now our counter guys and and delivery guys, we we can't hire quality people that stick around. I still don't have an answer to the question. Where are the people? Because they existed before. Where did they go? Yeah, and I, I I I hate to say this, and it's sad because you don't know the situation of the people sitting on the street. But there's so many people sitting on the street with a sign that says "hiring" right behind them that yeah. you don't know their story and why they can't just go apply for that job. Yeah, right. And is it? I mean, I'm gonna play. I'll go the dark side here and say because it makes more money. Could absolutely yeah I, I, I can't even imagine you make your I've schedule. seen I've seen the mountain bikes I ride them I wear my fucking Jordans which I don't I see them you know I don't care if they but there's definitely a million people that have a situation that I don't know but I think there's a big percentage of it that say this makes more it makes more oh they have more tattoos than I have and I know what tattoos cost even in prison it's it's gonna gonna somebody that got homeless guy was making thirty bucks an hour or something. Oh, easy. Makes his, he makes his own schedule. You know yeah. what I mean? And it sucks for the people that really need help. Oh, for sure. For Absolutely. sure. But like, it's like anything. There's too many of the ones that are making 30 bucks an hour just sitting there that you don't want to give it to the guy that actually might need it. That can't find a job. Right? Yeah. It's like, or hey, has a whole nother situation yeah. that you don't hey, know. Hey, thanks for interviewing. We'll call you. Well, I don't have a phone. And or, the saddest thing is, and you know this by, by being a veteran, is a lot of time it is a veteran. And I don't know why that is, but the system's broken. Right. I think yeah. you, I think you can dive into it mentally at that yeah. point, or that has a huge part of it. Yeah, I think a lot of homelessness is tied you know, to mental health. Mentally, or it's a drug addiction now because of the fucking pills PTSD. that they were handed to them, and yeah, PTSD, or you know, it just changes you. I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine coming home from seeing a seeing war, seeing your friends die, see, or yeah. just. Being kind of shipped off. Some people can't handle weird situations. And now all of a sudden they're handed a weird situation. I feel like, and this has no comparison. I got a backpack on. I chose to do this. I went to Guatemala. I went to Panama. I visited my wife in Thailand. These are, you know, the considered at this point when I went third world countries with none of the luxuries. And I wanted to be put into the situation where I didn't know the language and just see if 
Because at the end of the day, I can take a cab back to the airport and get my ass fucking out of there. Yeah. You know, you but I choice. tried. Yeah. There's certain people that can't handle Why would you ever go on vacation there? They fucking don't even speak your language. This, that, the other thing. And then it's like, okay, the only choice I have to maybe get a college education is through the fund of, you know, the armed forces. And, uh, you know, I keep telling Dan, I watched him hit a PXG driver today. I was like, I am fucking going to the recruiter's office. I'm going to do as many push-ups as I can. Just get the discount. Right. To fucking go get one. Doing pretty well. You know, huh? and doing pretty well. And then we wear, they're, and, they're only and then, <laughs> I mean, this is, this <laughs> is fucking, he, the new <laughs> stealth is 575. Go, go hit it. It's is fucking, that the carbon? Um, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. But anyways, you know, there's a lot of benefits to being in, you don't know if you're going to get shipped off. You know, those years when, as I grew up as in high school or maybe just after, you know, the uh, first Iraq war, it was going to the fucking armed forces. We ain't going to fucking war. We just flex muscles and people cruise through. And then all of a sudden you show up probably thinking kind of that same thing. You know, I think the perception of veterans has changed immensely. Like between Vietnam, you became hated. We're almost was like when we came back from Iraq, it was like here. I don't even like to word, use the word heroes, but that's what like the personified. Yeah. And now we're treated so much better, like Veterans Day, free meals. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like it should be this. Like you guys was. are like, the reason that didn't exist in the seventies. It's mm-hmm. that's no. new. Well, and, it, and it, that's who's on the street. Yeah, and that's, well, that's sad because street. it went from World War Two, which they were so decorated yeah, right. and, and celebrated. To 20 years later, it's forgotten. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fucked up. But the treatment of veterans has got better. It's just for whatever reason. And rightfully so. Absolutely. It's, you know, I mean, you're putting your life on the line for, every, for pigeons every, like us to sit around and collect. Everyone volunteered. Nobody was forced to go do that, which is, that's pretty incredible. Not the greatest military on the planet. There's and that's, and that's when I respect force. people like, Pat Tillman, yeah, that's it, you know baseball players that go like that. That just shows did, what kind of person they are. This is gonna sound. David Robinson went to the Naval Academy. Yeah, did he not have to do the active duty? No, he did active he did duty. Active, yeah, two years. Two years active yep. duty. Yep. Yeah, that's just that just speaks to the person that he is. Yeah, he, he fulfilled his commitment. Yep. The thing that is crazy to me, and we're watching golf right now. Is hanging out in Hawaii it, again. No, no is Sung JM <laughs> yeah. is is gonna go have to serve for his country for is it four four years? Eight? I oh, I think it's I think it's four years. And what country if you get a gold medal, you gotta get out of it. That's Sung JM. Yeah, if, that's, if he yeah. would have finished top two or three. Three. He meddled in it. That's all he had to do Korea? is med- he, he had medal in the Olympics, yep. he would he would have been able to get out of it. <laughs> like how much pressure is that? <laughs> yeah. Like I, I go back to saying you don't want to be the one guy that didn't serve because <laughs> you go back with your buddies. True. And there's 12 of them, and 11 of them went to fucking Iraq, and you're the one that didn't, but you got that bronze. Right. You got that medal. You uh, want to be part of the boys. It's, I bet some of them would still go. It, I, I just can't imagine being in his situation knowing that you're one of the best golfers in the world, but you're going to have to just stop for four years. I bet he'll still find a way to play. He'll figure it out. I don't think so. I think they will. I know in old school, was it old school Russia when we had the Russian invasion over here in hockey? It was, uh, you had medical 
ability like you go to med school and skip the army or a professional sport like the olympic or i mean or the olympics which isn't Didn't, professionals but those motherfuckers will spend prince yeah. harry professionals like, prince harry he was a helicopter pilot right? yeah yep like he will legit he surf, went full in which yeah which is awesome fucking yeah there's always that that video of him doing the interview and then that alarm goes off and everybody's busting ass to the chopper and he rips his shit off and runs you see yeah that? yep yeah so we open the bottle of Old Ezra Seven, which is a barrel-proof Old Ezra, and it's because it's got a nice cherry kick to it. Yeah, and we were supposed to, I think, do this neat, right? Yeah, like you're drinking with half water. Well, I exactly. I poured nice all that in there, and I didn't realize it. You should have given me, as a bourbon expert that you are, you should have told me how to do it. It, it does not need a whole lot of water. Um, but it it's got. Like, I just love the flavors that come out of these things because I actually, I didn't know this, but I went to a tasting at Total Wine, which sounds stupid, <laughs> but they, they show you how to taste it on your tongue, taste it on your palate, how it goes down your throat, that's, how that's, you that's smell. That's good. I like that better than the first one. And the first one's great. Yeah, really but, great. That's but this one's really awesome. Good. And it's that's a, really good. it's a 50, it, it's hard to find, but it's a $50 bourbon. No shit. Oh, but that's that's real that's, good for a fifty dollar yeah, bourbon. No shit, I'd spend fifty bucks on that. No, and the no and the proof is one hundred and seventeen. I'm going to uh, let me. I'm gonna go COVID season on you. Yeah, you're good. Oh, yes. It's got this flavor that hits Yikes. you. That's yeah. I just took a drag off of it. Uh, neat, and it is. It's good. Yeah, it's, it's real good. Yeah. It's got some bite to it, it but that woody cherry, like that. you said, that it's woody cherry yeah. taste. Yeah. That's it's diesel gassy. fuel, but it's fucking good. And no problem, me and Chucky doing the fucking no COVID no. swiggies. We, you've been on the jingweeds. We've done the spooned a lot. Yes, yeah. So we've we've hit the same thing. We've uh, <laughs> smoked the same thing. Yeah. We're, we're good. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh shit. Um, going from superintendent side to the other side, sales side, the dream job. Uh, what's the biggest difference? Time? Biggest difference is time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you have all the time in the world to do what you can and making like time management. And I just actually went through this, uh, on my review. We, we make our own reviews. We go through our, our last year and, and explain how we thought we did and time management is huge. And uh, we'll probably get into this later, but last year was a very tough year for me. No, nope. yeah. Um, and being able to figure out who I needed to see, what I needed to focus on, is massive. And uh, did you take any of it from your days? Like your most on your job, your most stressful situation. You know that. Was it that big bid time? Was it that waiting for list, you know, hear back who got the job if maybe you bid out a big irrigation mm -hmm. issue? Is it, holy shit, this time of year when we had this COVID bullshit come running through and you couldn't get parts, you know, is it meeting little expectations, a, mil a million of them? Is it? Is I don't want to let my customers down. Correct. Okay. I, well, that's similar. We don't want to let our members I I hate... I hate, and, and I'm going through this right now with a customer. I've been waiting a month and a half for an item to show up, and I have no control over it. Yeah. And 
But you're the face of it. But I'm, yeah, it's my, I sold the product, so it's my fault. And I have, but I have no control of it, but it's still my fault. Uh, And that's like on the, and no help from the manufacturer or it's just, it is what it is or or is it, hey, we are having this issue, whatever it is. So you have something to hand off or is it, nope. No, it's, so it was ordered November. Um, It was supposed to be here in December. Didn't show up. So then we special item or are we talking like couplings? No, it's turf paint. Okay. Um, Supposed to be in December. And it didn't show up, and then I start making phone calls. Then I start sending emails, you know, what can we do to find out where it's at? And they promised me that it would be shipped by January 15th, and that's tomorrow. It would be here by January 15th. okay. So, you know, that customer is expecting it, and there's nothing I can do. Like, absolutely nothing I can do. Hopefully go on someone's word. You know, go on someone's word, and then all I can do in the future is learn from this and secure that sale and stock the item way beforehand. Yeah. So future casting is huge. Future, yeah. Which, at this this past couple of years or whatever, has been impossible. You can't future cast because you have no Were product. Were you getting good at it? Is that a hard thing to do? Oh, it's impossible because... Harder than building a budget? The same similar same thing so you take that skill from being a superintendent forecasting and things like that yep and obviously trying to pad it do you have to submit like here's my budget what i think my customers are going to use this year so you guys are prepared or is it on no kind of the store or a company level so you guys have stores nationwide worldwide uh we're nationwide we're the largest family-owned Irrigation and landscape supplier in Patrick the Ewing owns this irrigation company. I wish. Oh. No, no. <laughs> we, we See, only Ewing, Ewing I know. We use Ewing in uh, Kansas City. Okay, so you're the largest family-owned. Yep. So Doug York, Richard York, and the York family have been around since the 1920s. Dougie. Pop quiz. So our Pop hundred quiz year, on Chucky right the, there. No, yeah. our hundred year anniversary is this year. Oh, there you go. And they are the most humble, fantastic company that I've ever worked for. And it's a good feeling, right? Being it's a fantastic able, feeling. Yeah. And again, we'll cover this yep. here in a bit. Is you've had issues that are are going to need that, you know yeah. that that family feeling, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I forgot what else I wanted to ask you now that we got into that end of it, because I do definitely want to get into that, and we're going to go there right now. So, Chucky, uh, I... You're good, dude. Whew. All right. I'll I'll do it. It'll be good. All right. So, we'll get into this right now. Chucky, you've had a uh, something that hit... Both of us, me and Dan, we've dealt with it. Our family members have gone through it. Now you're going through it. Is uh, the reason why I say I say stay pissed that at the end of every episode is this fucking thing we call cancer. You want to just dive into yeah. what your situation yeah. is and talk about it, so I can kind so, of gather myself, grab yeah. your fucking tissues, folks. Yeah. So um, this is I've, real life shit. Yeah, I've never experienced cancer before in my life um until now um 
So last March, my wife was diagnosed. Um, so, so I'll start earlier than that. So she was having some trouble swallowing. Um, and, you know, it's like, oh, I'm trouble swallowing. Yeah. I got something small, something minor going on. Um, so she, I take her to the endoscope last March. Um, happens to be a dispensary nearby. I just walk over. I, I my, I'm in the mindset of, nothing's wrong yeah because it doesn't doesn't even cross my mind right it doesn't happen um so i get a phone call says jordan hey becky's done you can come inside and this is the height of covid and uh and come inside and get her and i'm like okay why can't she just walk out um so i go in i sit down and uh the gi doctor comes in and uh you know when you just know things yep. by some by the way somebody's standing or sitting or their body language. Um, I knew something was wrong, and and he sat there, said you have a tumor in your esophagus, um, and tumors in your esophagus usually aren't benign, so it's most likely cancer. Um, and you know you're sitting there like. Say what? You're in shock. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, You're you like, can't believe it happened. I'll never forget the day. Yeah. Yeah. It's you. You don't believe that somebody that, for me, it was lived down that hallway. Yeah. Yeah, and you've been through this, so. And then and, your mom, and it's like that can't happen to my mom. That can't happen to my brother. Four times. Yeah, your mom was a whole bunch, and then yeah. Mike's once. I it's, know exactly. What I was so doing. it's. That's insane. So yeah, the the feeling of that, and I've never felt that because I've never, and I posted this on Twitter yesterday. It was a story of an oncology nurse that always felt like she tried to take care of people that she was that were patients, but you never know what it's truly like until you go through it. Yeah. Um. So the doctor's sitting there telling us this, and I'm I'm just like, holy crap! Like, what is going on? So. Like, you know, my mindset is we're going to beat it. We're going to do whatever it takes to beat it. So um, we go home. I am nonstop, you know, researching Google, which is, you know, not the best thing to do. Right. But you have. You you don't know what to do. You don't know what to do. That's the immediate response. Right. And and I and I always tell Becky this like as a man, when we know something's wrong. Our first instinct is to do whatever you can to fix it. Yeah. Whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent. It's just, uh, give me, or I want to feel good about myself doing what I think is my job. Yeah. You know, so sometimes I think at some point, some of us need to just chill a minute. Yes. You know, and and take it in. You have no choice but to chill. Um. So, so we're going, uh, we're sitting there and, you know, we don't know for sure because they have to do a, uh, biopsy, send it off, get tested, all that. Um, she has an appointment two weeks later to talk to the doctor to find out, you know, what it is, our next step. Um, so we go there pretty much this entire time. I'm preparing Becky that this is cancer. We're going to get, you know, because I know as as myself and her, if we didn't n- don't go in there kind of expecting that it would have been a, a shit show. Yeah. yeah. It would have, we wouldn't have learned anything. We wouldn't have been calm. 
Right, um, yeah, it's just a sore throat, right? You yeah. go into it like that, and you're the sorry, the little lady. She, this is uh, this is a good time for the Frankie Beans to come outside and meet little Chucky. What's up, Frankie? Put, puts a smile on your face and can realizes that <laughs> you know what? Any Sometimes one of these chairs will only yeah. This one? Really? Sit in my chair. We'll, we'll always my, put her front chair. paws up and make mad. And then looks back like, hey, bust me up. Yeah. I own this. this. is Yeah, this is my time. So remember, I'm putting smiles on faces. So, yeah, you you prepare like right there. Like, it's the worst. Um, I've researched. Obviously, she's probably battled. She's talked to everybody. As, yeah. You know, that's news that is just ripples through the family like yeah. oh my god especially if you've never touched it before at times it's kind of i'm sure there's families out there that it, it's not that it's like hey you get it and you're like oh all right well uncle steve had it that was right. no problem you right. know you know auntie whoever had it or who and they buzz through it right. no biggie and so now you walk in there and it's 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 you're numb you don't know what to say what to ask i know exactly that feeling like yeah but Thank God, I don't know. I don't know how I did it, but I was able to stay calm, write down everything I could, and I still have the the whole recording because I don't. Somebody told me to record it, and it was probably the best thing I've ever done. It's because you're a superintendent that you wrote down everything in your time, and then you went and got wrapped by a fucking member, and you're like, like, you know what? Next time I'm fucking yeah. I can't remember your wedding day. You're in this thing. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm probably not a good comparison, but like I don't remember a word. The I barely do said. either. I, I re- if I look at the pictures, I see what the wedding looked like. But we yeah. stood in a fucking badass spot, and I barely yeah. remember what was here off to the right hand side of me. Her I remember, yeah, and like seeing in fuzz. Important thing. My wife at the end was like, "Hey, remember when she said this?" And I was like, "Nope." It's yeah. a blur. Like, yeah, it's like everything else is fuzzed out. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the other part of the dude in us. We just yeah, fucking lock why. out and go to yeah. space. That's how we right. get married. We, like, we just block <laughs> yeah, out you the vows. Right? I did not. Yes, <laughs> did. I did not. I don't remember. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 So, so we go back. He's like, yeah, it's cancer. Um, so the first thing I ask him is, if this was your wife, where would you go? And that though, the, some of the questions I asked him were some of the questions I've learned just from, like, researching yeah because if we would have stuck with him he was ready to put a a feeding tube in her that day and she didn't need a feeding tube that day like feeding like anytime you insert something in your body that's foreign it's it's good chance that something's gonna go wrong like your body doesn't like foreign substances yeah, in it. Let a splinter sit in your finger for a fucking a week and it a half. It doesn't and go well. red as shit, and then all of a sudden it pops, and the thing comes sliding out, and you're like, fuck, I should have got this out a week ago. Yeah. yeah. So so I asked him, I said, hey, where would you take your wife? And he said uh, he said either Mayo or MD Anderson in, in Texas or Dana-Farber. And, uh, and I said, okay, um, I'll start That's there. a shot where my brother went. That's a Massachusetts thing. That's yeah. a, it's like the Red Sox. Yeah. Oh, you're a Red Sox fan? Yeah, I'm a fucking Red Sox fan. You Bruins? I fucking love Bruins. Yeah, what do you think about fucking Mayo? Fuck you, it's Dana Fava. No, right. I'm not no, thinking. No, I, but yeah. that's literally, it's that's, kind of one of those things. It's like, no, we got the best. We're, that's yeah. the Massachusetts in us. We think that's, we got the yeah, best. Yeah, absolutely. So so I, uh, 
and this is, you know, I don't know how I had the ability to, to ask those questions or to write down, but that's what I did. Um, as soon as we got the diagnosis, it was like, all right, it's on. I'm gonna, <laughs> it's on. I'm, I'm contacting anybody I can. Um, I contacted a surgeon in Minnesota at Mayo. Um, I contacted a surgeon in Arizona at Mayo. Um, I even went to the lengths of contacting them on Twitter, finding anybody I could. And the surgeon in Arizona actually messaged me back. It was a weekend. And he messaged me back and said, contact this secretary. She's my secretary. We'll take care of you. I'm sorry to hear this news, but we'll do everything we can. Um, the surgeon. So in what was that feeling like? Like, like unbelievable. Yeah. Like I'm not alone. Like, like this is. And that was like getting a message from Michael Jordan, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Right? God, yeah. The guy. The yeah. guy or someone the, gave yeah. a shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not a and number. I got the you know, I'm not the number cares. at the deli. I'm I'm fucking someone yeah. is someone gives a shit. So yep. these people yeah. they give a shit. Good for him. God bless yeah. him. Incredible. The surgeon in Minnesota. No, I'm not even a Jesus guy, and I just said, God bless him. <laughs> God damn. The surgeon in Minnesota actually gave us her personal cell phone and told us to call her. Oh shit. Um so that it's like really? Like That's like on a on a weekend on your time off yeah that and she was actually on vacation like awesome yeah that's um, wild so i have nothing but good things to say about mayo um it's unbelievable that they would do that um but yeah so our journey goes from there to diagnosis to okay now we go meet with the oncologist what's our next step uh, we are giving an option of trying a clinical trial, um, which clinical trials, people are scared of them, but it's large companies that have been doing this for a long number of years that have a drug that's ready to use. It just hasn't been approved. Yeah. So like, I, I don't understand why people are so hesitant to do clinical trials sometimes because you're not they're not going to come up with a drug that that's just you know the so same or let's wheel back mm. is there a before that is there chemo is there radiation before that is that the no. option or is it this drug is option one this is option one okay if you decline we go to step two all right um and that was our oncologist and becky was the last person to get on this trial um so if we didn't get on, like we had to make a decision pretty quickly. Okay. And when you sign off on this, you're pretty yeah, much you sign signing your, your life, life away. away. Yeah. 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 My brother did the same thing. It was like the sign your life away. Here's a drug that is known by its like agent number. Yeah. More it's, than it's, 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 it's called one So you have no idea what you're walking into. You have to make a decision. He did give us some time, but he's like, you guys need to decide quickly because there's no other viable option as far as of a trial right now so we make the decision like hey we're gonna do it you know why not um yeah you know you're researching you're researching esophageal cancer is especially that's metastasized to the liver to your lymph nodes it's not a good prognosis right yeah um you're looking at 12 to 18 months so you're like i'll do whatever it takes you know um 
So we go, we say, it. all right, we're going to try the trial. Um, that was in March. So she starts treatment in April. Um, things are going awesome. Um, all the way up, all last year, everything's good. Um, every time she had a scan, which was included in the trial, every six weeks at the beginning, um, decrease, decrease, decrease. Yeah. So, you know, awesome news. Every time we go in there, it's like, we have a chance. Yeah. We're going to beat this shit. Um, we go in, um, in December, she's like, well, November, she's like, I've been having some, some pain in my pelvic area. Yeah. She tells a nurse. It's like, oh, you know, that happens with chemo, you know, clinical trials. You don't know what's going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but she schedules a pelvic exam, a pelvic MRI. Thank goodness. And uh, so. The whole time is she like, what's her like blood work like schedule? Is she getting it at all? Like testing, you know, testing her cell levels. And so every every time you go in to get treatment, you're getting tested for all of your blood work, yep. all of your urine work. It's it's not just a you go in and get treatment for an hour and you're out of there. OK, it's a 10 hour day. All right. So leading up to this, most of that's good. Most of it's good. It's all yep. okay. Yeah, blood works good. Um, levels are good. Like everything's good. Scans are all good. Everything's either. And stable. she's only getting scanned. You said because I asked you this before. Was yep. she's basically getting her chest up, up. to her head or a throat her, area, her throat not area. even into her head, right? Not, not okay. A, no brain. Um, and that's one thing we did question. Um, was like we got this running because it started in her esophagus, yeah. got to her liver, yeah. And you start thinking, okay, this shit's running around here. But esophageal cancer leads primarily right to the liver and lymph nodes. Liver, right lymph after. nodes, yeah. Th- that's the most likely spot because it's it's. I mean, yeah, it's right next to it. Yeah. Um, and that's the shit that I did. And I, you don't know, you don't research that stuff. Like sixth grade science taught you this, Chuck. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you just paint. It's the same thing as frost. How yeah. the inversion layers work. It's six. Everything is done in fucking sixth grade. If everybody paid attention in sixth grade, you could get by in life. So, anyways, it goes down to liver, yeah, uh, and then the lymph nodes, and here we are. No scans are showing up anything. And you go in, she's it's still got there, but pain. everything's shrinking or right. stable. Um, so we go to December um, after she's been having some pains in her in her ab- or her pelvic area, and you know we've gotten good news every time we go in for a scan. It's like, all right, it's just another scan. Everything's right. good. Um, you have two tumors in your ovaries. So each one of them. It, both of them. Um, the doctor was like, this usually doesn't happen. You know, now we have to find out when it started. Um, because her right side is the size of a softball and her left side is the size of a apple. So we're like, (laughs) what? Like, how does this happen? Yeah. Here comes high heat right at your head. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fuck. So, um, so the great thing and the bad thing about Mayo is they add everything to your portal. And um, when you don't have a doctor's appointment the next day and the scans come back and you can see the information before you talk to the doctor. No bueno, right? 
Well, you don't know. Right, because you're not a fucking doctor, right? And so you're lingo. looking at something. Exactly. I would absolutely kind of be that guy of like, I can't until we sit down. Yeah. Because I'd freak. Yeah. I'd freak. So their lingo is like, you know, is different. You know, accidental masses left ovary. So you can kind of understand. Oh, no. Yeah. You know <laughs> what, what's it, going it on. It didn't say on it, we're good. No. All set. Right. Yeah, there's and that's some, all you're looking for. Yeah, no, there's it doesn't a, there's say There's a this. big paragraph. Something's going on. And none of it said good. No, fuck, no. So we go. You know, the doctor calls us the next day. We're like, yeah, I I saw. What's our next step? And he's like, already talked to the surgeon in that area. Um, we're gonna stop the trial until we get this stuff figured out. Um, and I'm like, okay, you know, is there not? You know, is there not a big deal of stopping treatment for a month? And he's like, everything's working as it should. So, no, we're we're okay. So, like, all right. So, we have a uh, Zoom call with the with the head surgeon. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll get you scheduled for the end of January. And I'm like, you know, I really appreciate your, you getting her in your schedule. But she can't have treatment until this is all resolved. And our surgeon, our, our oncologist has been awesome, but the surgeon did not know that she, could, she couldn't continue treatment until the surgery was over. So thank God I said something because yeah. she would have had surgery until the end of January. Which is like now at this point. Not even now. Oh, shit. Um, so he called us back the next day after saying, oh, okay, I didn't know that I'll – I'll try to move you up. I'm going to be gone for the holidays. You, you know, you have to be respectful of their time. Yeah. Um, understandable. Yeah. And I'm like, I haven't yeah. had a day off in years. Yeah. You know, right. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, Fucking so I'm like, yeah, you know, I appreciate it. You know, whatever you can do would be greatly appreciated. He calls us back the next day and said, I got you scheduled for next week. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, this is a robotic assisted laparoscopic surgery it's it's a big deal um he told us there's only four of these machines in the clinic in arizona and it's not just for this or i mean they use these machines for all kinds of surgeries so for him to get her in that quick i was blown away um blown away or scared shitless both yeah um my brain would have went oh no you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, they just moved somebody else. That's how I would have thought about right. it. You know, and I hope it was just like, no, we're going to fucking stay open an hour later. And we're going to get the next person in. Right. We're going to get everybody I, I, done. I didn't even think about that. At that point, you're just like, oh, my gosh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. That's like, I know it's a big deal, like, for them to do that. So, you know, the next week we're preparing. It's It's a major surgery. So... He gives us the option of just taking the ovaries out or doing a complete hysterectomy slash sapho. It's it's a huge name, sapho-genial something. Yeah. You know, Poana. You're taking fallopian tubes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your poetrivials. You're taking yeah. <laughs> um, fallopian tubes, ovaries, the whole bag. everything in yeah. between. Uh, and he gave us the option, and, and I said, you know, it's up to you if. if He's like, I usually don't take the whole thing out, but, you know, in your situation, I understand if you want to. And Becky's like, yeah, take it all out. 
I don't want the the risk of of it being able to spread anywhere else. So right, it's moving. You yeah, know, and we had the yeah. conversation that yeah. I'm no doctor. Obviously, I'm a scientist, and I play one on TV. But it was, I thought myself was, you're having this whole thing done correct. It's like yeah. get rid of any piece that this can move to Absolutely. its next spot. That's it's our that was our right thought. Now. Yeah, yep. So, um, we're like, all right, we're taking it all out next week. Um, and and my support has been awesome from people in the industry, my family, her family. Like, you have to have that support. Absolutely. Like, and you have to talk about it. Yeah. We had this conversation yep. last time when we had beers was, yep. Chucky, you don't understand someone else's situation, and they're just as afraid as you are. Yeah. So if you're going through this, sometimes you, we had it, and you said that there were certain people that – you know, they don't even come around. No, I said, they don't. Man, dude, yeah. they're as scared. They're as afraid they of say. this as you are. Yeah. And there are some people they think they're they might catch it. Right. You know, oh my God, she has this or he has this. You know, it might be a problem. Did you find that like with your brother and your mom was like there were people yeah, that kind of like see. stood back, like close family members that all of a sudden were like. And they got away. My brother, and I said this, and I told yep. you this when we had beers. Yep. When my brother passed away, there were so many people that came to his funeral. And I shook so many hands with, with his, mostly friends of his, that were his friends until he got real sick. And I wanted to fucking punch him in the face. But at the end of it all, after time went by, I stood there and said, they were as afraid as anybody. Yep. They didn't know what to say. They don't know what to do. You, you I was that person 12 months yeah. ago. Yeah. I didn't. And I apologize for you for not being a better friend. Like, yeah, you have no idea how to respond to that because you haven't been through it. And you think that you need to go into this little world and just you have one thing on your mind and that's making your wife better, your mom better, your brother better, yeah. Who, your whoever it is in your family, and it's you lock yourself out of it. But at the end of the day, you need you before you'll ever yeah do what it is to take care of yourself. And you have two little girls. Well, that's the other thing that that we haven't gotten into yet is two little girls and one with special needs. That's it's like people have no idea what it takes to take care of somebody like that. Yeah. So when you say that there are times when you worry about your customer. Right. And it's like, dude, if you don't tell your customer, just give them a hint yeah. of what you're dealing with. It's not up to them to know. Yeah. But you don't. And I understand where you come from. You don't want to pour your whole life on them. It's yeah. like, hey, you know, I don't need an excuse because you're thinking, hey, this is an excuse. That's, you know, I'm you turn to your member and you're like, yeah, hey, what's being a, a what's, guy too? It's like I don't right. need to show weakness. Hey, man, I'm sorry about this, or maybe I missed this, but here's what's going on. I think more people are gonna be. Yeah, that brown yeah. spot on the yeah. back yeah. of fucking Fuck four green. I'm fucking done with it. Yeah, right. man. Well, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry you didn't get your coupler. Like my fucking, I'm been dealing with this. Right. And I think that's okay to say, and not like it's like, hey, man. My bad. Don't use it as an excuse. It's just kind of that, hey. But just to make you aware, this is what I'm dealing with. So I've I've sent an email out um, to all my customers. I think that's okay. Updating them. And I I just put a little tidbit at the bottom, like, 
here's what's going on with Becky, yeah. you know? I'd rather be that way than people like, oh, I didn't know you were going through that. Yeah, I think that's okay. Yeah, and I think all of this is, you know, all of it's good. It's yeah. the idea of, are you okay with being comfortable it's, communicating it? I think you go back to this. You know, your third whiskey, we're here fucking talking about some real-life shit. The last thing we need is fucking a bunch of whiskey rolling around. Maker's Mark is what he brought. Maker's Mark is a great one. Yeah. I'm going to keep going with these two that I've never had before. But this fucking thing out of Indiana well, that's not, that's not is... That's not just any Maker's Mark. That's yeah, I know it's not a, anybody's no, Maker's Mark. Yeah, so that's a, that's a like, special edition Maker's Mark that they do a couple of limited editions each year I would of, try uh, that. of special staves that they use. Um to toast the toast the barrels and and get some different pra- flavor think, profiles. You go back. People don't know. Like, they you just don't. Be like, hey, man, this is what I'm fucking dealing with. It. And if if you're cool with this, then then you can be my customer. And if you want to be a fucking dick, here's the number to the other guy because yeah. I'm not your guy. I had you know this know conversation I mean? the other day with my boss, and I'm like, I'm Life's just bigger than fucking you and irrigation. Yeah, it's bigger, it's than, bigger than, than fucking, fucking grass on the golf the course. Are Ten or eleven today. Yeah. 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 I'm waiting on that first person to complain. Yeah, right. Because I know what's coming. Fuck that guy. Yeah. 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 Fuck that guy. And you know, you guys know me enough that I would pray for somebody to do that to me because I would love. But real me says, you know what? It's back to what we started an hour ago. It goes back to being a good human. A good human being is stand there and just think, you know what? In your your heart, you want to fucking punch him in the face. But if you don't tell him. That they don't then know. it's on and me. They don't know. Yeah, that's on and, me. Then I'm just being a dick because where the fuck is my whatever? Where's my paint? You, you know don't I mean? think. You don't yeah. know. You have no where idea. Where the fuck's my paint, man? Yeah. It's like, dude, what, and, maybe there's shipping. So what's out of my control or two? And, like, and ninety-eight percent of the people in our industry have been absolutely awesome. Yeah. Like you wouldn't believe I your mean, your employer. I've heard the story. Yeah, you know, Ewing right. has been awesome with you, and rightfully so. You're yeah. fucking show. You show up and do your thing every day yeah. for them as best you can. You did it before, and you'll you know you do it when you this battle's over. Yeah, and for now, thank you for helping me out, and I'm gonna continue to keep. And you haven't stopped working other no. than your days here and there that you got to go do shit. And it's not even like days because. I'm always available on the phone. I'm always available by email. And that's Dan, a huge Dan part is for, too, yeah. for our yeah, members customer can call base. call him all he wants. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, my, my employer, Ewing Irrigation, has been unbelievable. Um, Brian Hurley, my boss, he's the national sales manager. Um, we obviously have Rainbird Golf. Um I don't know if Rainbird Golf would be as understanding as Ewing has. Um, because Ewing, I mean, they offered their, you know, I mean, it's a family owned business. So they, you know, I don't know everything that goes into insurance coverage, but yeah. to offer that service for us, even though, you know, I'm still, we're still paying for it. Right. That still means a lot. Goes a long way. Um, it still fucking stinks. It's like, Fucking tax dollars to fix the road. Fuck that. Give my tax dollars to cancer research to cut to cover the the gills. To yeah. cover fucking like fuck. Right. Like how yeah. is that not paid for? Healthcare is, is jacked fucking up. Fucking racket. Um, you know they can probably charge as much as they want for that cancer pill too. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. 
Yeah, so, I think I've said it before. My brother's trial was for leukemia. Uh, sorry, for yeah, leukemia patients, and he was a lymph node, yeah. you know, uh, Hodgkin's guy, and it helped out the couple of people. And I almost positive it was him and another girl that it was working for, but it didn't work for the leukemia patients the way they wanted. So the grant money was gone because that's what they signed up for. It said leukemia. If it said leukemia, hot, not Hodgkin's, non Hodgkin's. Shit would have been covered on the grant paperwork. And then now this fucking one pill he's got to take is 600 and something dollars. So I wasn't going to get into this, but there, there's some alternative treatment out there. Oh yeah. Um, There's actually a dog dewormer. And I hope like the only reason I'm saying this is because it's, it can help somebody in the future. That's possibly listening to this, but check out safeguard. Um, Fenbendazole is a dog dewormer um, that has proven to help with cancer. Um, so there's there's a guy that called Joe Tippins. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Joe Rogan. No, I thought for sure. <laughs> Joe Tippins. I, I was gonna say. I was like, I'm you know, sitting here waiting Joe for Rogan. him to pause. I'm waiting for him to pause <laughs> and be like, "So you going Joe Rogan on me?" Um, believe UFC me. UFC slash doctor. Hey, Joe listen. I do a lot of things in my life because of that motherfucker. Yeah. I.e. starting this podcast. So if you don't make medical decisions based on his information. So this guy had small cell uh, lung cancer, um, had a friend that was a veterinarian that said, Joe, check out this drug. It was used for cancer use, researched, and it worked. But they already had, um, what's that called when you have a drug, but there's alternates the cheaper version of a drug oh the uh off label or no no that's not right not generic 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 you fuck yeah why are you waiting for me to look Uh, like an asshole hey boys is there any hey is there any generic whiskey around (laughs) (laughs) no there's not there is this is the good shit hey honey my honey's playing with the dog right now you want some whiskey oh yeah there's you gotta try plenty of it here right here and chucky brought some really good bourbon this stuff from indiana um, that old Ezra though. Yes, it's bueno. It's re- Remus really Repeal good. Reserve. Old is Ezra it, Seven, which is uh, yeah, barrel proof. This is better. Uh, Do you better like that blend. better? Yeah, I like the old Ezra better. All right. They're both good. <laughs> Bring <laughs> nice that back. You. <laughs> um, but there is another uh, drug, um, the Fenbendazole, that. Since it has gone generic, the company could not make a bunch of money off of it, so they stopped researching it for cancer. And it cured Joe Tippins from his small cell lung cancer. And um, he has now made a protocol um, that includes some other stuff. It's not all, you know, fenbendazole, but it has a huge part in it. And um, there is research out there that these drugs can help reduce the cancer and in some people completely resolve cancer. So don't ever like medical people will tell you that the drugs that they have are the cure or the, you know, the treatment. And it's absolutely true. You know, keep doing those things, but don't ever stop looking for alternative treatments um rso is another one um that's out there it's rick simpson oil um be careful there are people that take advantage of people that need that are looking for an answer 
um, to your, you know, your life. Oh yeah, yeah. Serious? Oh yeah. You, you know, you post. I posted. So we joined the esophageal cancer connection groups and all that on Facebook. Yeah, rightfully so, right? Yeah, they have. There's more researches or resources that you you know you have no idea what to do until you read this stuff. So I don't want to get sideways before we go any deeper. So I was listening to. I think it was a podcast, and they're basically like, "Fuck." Like, not breast cancer awareness. He's like, fuck breast cancer awareness month. And not the fact that we're doing raising money. But why only breast cancer? Why not esophageal? Why not tongue? Why not this? It's only breast cancer. And, like, there's more colors than pink. Yeah, there was a... fuck that. I remember when it was only one. And there was a huge push later in life of... you know, Or I think Major League Baseball might have been the first one that at least got it out in front of people. Was it the... <laughs> nut cancer because you guys know what that cancer <laughs> yeah. is yeah, yeah. but one? they were the one that went hey we're gonna start wearing blue everywhere yeah you know for the month and you're right is why not why is it just, just each individual cancer. one yeah, why so lump it as one because it's yes. all fucking sucks and they all need yeah the money. right they all need the money yeah the fact that it's still out of pocket is fucking I, yeah, have so much money, so much money, We're and, you, and you get uh, to people thirty five hundred bucks at a time. What are we doing? Yeah, save some fucking. It's lives, brutal, man. dude. Like when so, my brother started his foundation, it was uh, you know the Lucky Thirteen Foundation. It was basically to raise money for himself, and then he took it when he was in remission, and was helping families. Basically organize the golf tournament, organize the, you know, skate night and, you know, things to raise money for the family. And part of it, one of my questions was, was like, dude, why aren't you raising money for like the cancer research or sending them? We did send a little bit to Dana-Farber or whatever. He was like, listen, there is so much money there that we do need what really needs the help is the family at the fucking putting food on your table level because of the healthcare system. So when you go to, when you go to Panda Express and you round up for cancer research, where, where is that going? I don't, it it, it isn't going to the Gill family. It isn't going to the Cutlers. It isn't going to the fucking, yeah. Okay. Like, how do I know? You know what I mean? Is it going to St. Jude's? Is it really going to St. Jude's? You said there's a lot of money in there and the people that, you know, going through it, need it the most. Because a lot of times it's a mom or a dad needs to quit their job. So the his idea was get the community help out and help these people pay their bills because someone's going to have to take some some time off. Right. You know, typically in order to take care of whoever it is that's going through it. So it was a lot of money. He said, don't give... Not that he didn't said don't give to the cancer research, but if there's an ability to give money to a family yeah. to, you know, or something that helps people that are going through it rather than going to the research. The research has plenty of money. Give it to the folks that are going through it. Yeah. They're the ones that need it. You know And that's like and and we've had numerous people like start to go funny, start like it's just awkward. Like oh, Yep. Absolutely, it's yeah. it's absolutely awkward to ask for money. Um, thankfully, her insurance through you know she was a teacher, at the city of Peoria. It's good for now because it, she's got an out of pocket maximum of five grand. 
I, you know, we'll cover that. Um, Six hundred dollars monthly. I was gonna say that's so. So her first day in the office, that's yeah, covered. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's covered. Check. Yep, we're yeah. good. Yep, yeah. So just sign it up at January yeah. one and be like, yeah. Here, I mean, she already had me. yeah multiple stuff happen since January first. But so. the good part is, is the city of Peoria is still sticking by. No, we're on Cobra. So you have to. You know, you only have coverage. And she for, got diagnosed with this as a teacher of the city of Peoria. Correct. Yeah. So let's move on from that conversation before yeah. I say, fuck you, city of Peoria and all these other city deals. Oh, it's of not taking. I know. But fuck all of you. Yeah. Fuck you until it knocks on your door. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. That's enough fuck yous out of me today. Yeah. So, I you, love know, saying, fuck you know, you. her, her guy didn't hold, I held the door for a dude the other day and he said, and he didn't say a word to me. And I turned to him and said, fuck you. We got kicked out of, well, we left the fucking dog park for calling the whole place a fucking bunch of scumbags. <laughs> Called them. <laughs> I did. Yeah. That's awesome. Whiskey's um, awesome on fucking podcast. <laughs> yeah. You guys need to get off the beer. Sure yeah. Get off the beer. We're going to start fighting. Yeah. <laughs> fuck um, you. Well, fuck you. Yeah. So, so no, we're on Cobra and, and that only lasts for 18 months. So our next step is, you know, when she was feeling better was, Hey, are, you know, are we talking about going back to work or are you going to go on my insurance and our out of pocket maximum is 20 grand. So you go from five grand to 20 grand out of pocket. You're like, fuck. better sell some more sprinkler heads, son. Right. And that, in, and I'm, I don't mean and that means that's no. half a joke. Yeah. Cause you know me, it, but it also means that's what a million people are going through. Yeah. Now you have the stress of that. Yeah. I'm not only putting food on my table. I have to make sure that fucking my shit's covered. Yeah. Cause you're, you're not going to say no, we're just not going to yeah. cover that. Right. And I didn't know this. How close was she to, Hey, we're going back to work. It was, she wanted to, I, I, well, I think, Yes, you need something to do. If you you're need able something to, to do, it. but my mindset was: how much did stress go into this cancer starting anyway? Yep. Um, you know, and nothing in our family line. A little bit. Oh, really? A little okay. bit of cancer. Mine's um, loaded. Esophageal? Nothing. Oh, okay. No, no Mine esophageal. Is loaded with cancer on my dad's side. Loaded. And it's it's crazy how that goes because it's. Like it hits everybody in some way or another. Yeah. Yeah. But I was talking like, is it in the gene? You know, no. is it esophageal in the cancer? No, but it is more prominent in Asian countries and she is half Filipino. Um, um, in, in Asian countries, esophageal cancer is a screening that they do in the United States. There is no screening. There should be screening. If you have, I think it's it's available if you want it. If though, you want right? it, and I think but her primary care doctor. Like, listen, what I've been through, I ain't going to fucking get my shit looked at. Fuck no, I'm that guy. Yeah, I'm that guy that says, nope. Yeah, I'm good. I can bend over. I can fucking. I I can straight legged tie my shoes without okay. bending. Yeah, Andrew Otis can't even scratch his fucking patella tendon. <laughs> straight-legged uh, and i'm 46 years old and i'm like i feel all right i yeah. can f i feel good you know it's i'm i'm good yeah. that's my 
Sniper shot. Oh, oh, yeah, it was down. a sniper. <laughs> Have you ever seen him bent over? <laughs> no, try to never Next time you see him, just say, hey, hey, can you touch your toe? Oh, it's, it's, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's wait. so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. He can, I legitimately, he can it's barely, New York, though, he right? can barely touch his knees. Yeah, it's upstate New York. That's Canada. Right. Um, yeah, so, so to go back to Becky with the, because we kind of left off at her ovaries, she got them taken out by the surgeon um, December 15th. He did not see any issues in there. Um, no other problem areas. Um, got him taken out, and she got to go home um, the same night. Um, her cousin came in from Seattle to to be with her, which is awesome. One of her best yeah. friends. Um, going back to family support. Family support is huge. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so he got it out. We were like, Okay, we're good. You know, like this is awesome. We're gonna have a good Christmas. It's gonna be low key because it is a huge surgery, but that's fine. I don't, I don't need to go. I'd rather have a Christmas that's low key. So low key, you went out and bought his daughter's a fucking trampoline. trampoline. Yeah, yeah. 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 Chucky's gonna be next week in the fucking in the shot in the be- in yeah. getting AC. You gotta meet that fucking deductible. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Blackstone <laughs> for their steam room, by the way. Thanks, oh. Andrew. Pause. Nope. Pause. We it got just, a beer nope. spilling on good. the laptop. That's all right. I was just getting shit for spilling my Oh, <laughs> no. It, it just needs to go clip. upside down. That's all. As long as it's still recording, who gives a shit? Fuck. Go nuts, all boys. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, that, that goes to another story. But, yeah, Blackstone Steam Room is amazing. Um <laughs> Andrew, you might want to just sit out in front of it with your membership and and help people out and give them towels and stuff if they need to go in there. Mm-hmm. It might go a long way towards your bonus. Yeah. <laughs> but nice. uh, but yeah, everything's good. Um, we get to the new year and she's still having some pains, throwing up. Did you, you know. get back on the ex- the uh, experimental drug? Yes. Okay. Yes. So yeah, we get back on the uh, drug last week. Trial. The trial. Um, so I think that was a blessing because the trial is, it's working on all of her esophagus her liver, everything's good. Um, so they go in and, uh, they schedule another uh, MRI CT just to make sure, you know, after the surgery, everything's good. Um, and that's the frustrating part is they post it on the portal again, again, um, and this was, I don't even remember. When cancer hits your family, days get uh, very confusing. You don't remember days, yeah, and right. it just kind of goes, blends together. Um, so she gets a scan. We get It usually takes a day and a half, two days. And the shitty part is, is you know it's coming. So you're checking your portal fucking all the time. So you're like your fantasy league. Yeah, you can't sleep because don't you, get a portal and yeah. don't get a fantasy league. Or you just or wait, interrupt like, your life. Yeah, yeah. Update, check. Did you check? I haven't checked. So obviously, sleep is hard to come by. You know, you're checking it, laying in bed. You know, like just praying. Like, come on, you know, everything's good. Um, so the 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 re- most recent scan is we don't even know because we haven't talked to the doctor yet. I've messaged them, um, but it's not it's not good. Um, the wording in it, you can kind of tell there's some 
some wording that says peritoneal floor. Um, peritoneal is your area in between your skin and your organs that has air and all that shit in it. Um, so almost impossible to treat. So I just see that that area in the scan that says peritoneal tumoral studying. And I'm like freaking out, Googling studying all this shit. And we don't know for sure because we haven't talked to the doctor yet, but when does in, that happen? Oh, next until, week? Not until he reaches out. We don't have an appointment scheduled with him. Fuck. Um, so, so we're kind of just in limbo of what's going on. What you know? Is there a silver lining where it's like if it was like nine one one emergency that they're they're gonna give you a call? Or yeah, yeah, like obviously. You get that feeling, or you just, is that an optimistic Dan fucking like? Oh, I don't get was, that. If it if she was gonna like if this was lethal, he's be on the horn right now. Like we've already talked to the doctor. Now it's been three or four days, so it's like maybe it's not bad as we think. Or that goes like, through your mind. None of that fucking matters. That goes like, through your mind. Tell yeah. me what this means. Now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That goes through your mind. But if it was, but this guy isn't just treating Becky. He's got 80 other patients. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. Your world is, yeah. But you still. know, like, and that's, but I mean, the, how many scans? I, I, I don't know. Fuck. So, yeah. So you're sitting here reading this thinking worst case and you know and then you know you catch your wife reading peritoneal cancer six months as long as you can you can live with it so then you you find her just completely broken it's like what do you what did you read right or what are you what are you looking at what are you looking at you know, and it's like, that's the statistics. So what do you say? So, so I don't know what to do, you know, until the doctor reaches out. So, so I'm like, so it, she's thrown up every day this week. She's, you know, can't get out of bed much. So it's like, we're going to fight, you know. So today I was like, all right, we're going to go on a walk. We're going to, you know, get up out of bed, do shit, get your mind off of it, and keep an attitude of we don't know what's going on until we talk to the doctor. Um, so she's good today. You know, she was happy, smiling, got on a walk. Um, well, it's all good, but now we're just in limbo, you know. And, she, and the doctor could be calling her right now, you know. We have no idea. Um, but her team has been awesome. So I don't question them at all of, yeah, I'm guessing that he's just going through everything, covering his bases on what's the next step. Where do we go from here? Um, there is a surgery that we, obviously we've already researched that, um, they actually open you up and put, uh, take out anything they can see, um, and then put a hot chemo in your whole uh, peritoneum for an hour and let it sit. I just don't know if that's, you know, that's going to be an option. It's got a 30% success rate. 30 is better than zero. 30 is better than zero. And who's the guy that thought of that? It's a guy smarter than me, and I'm glad he exists on this planet. Right. 
Yeah. So so now we're just you know in limbo and it sucks. Well, let me just ask you this: How are you? Yeah. Because too many times it's the person. Yeah. Like, nobody ever asks how are you because it's naughty. You're in the. You're in it. Yeah. You're in it. And that's where I I really appreciate Matt by telling me and and keeping me reminded of focus on you because it's so easy to not. Right. Um, not, nobody asks. Or yeah. Maybe they are. I don't know. Just... And as a man, you as my as my wife sits right here next to me, she'll say it's because he's selfish and he all he does is think about himself. Right. So it's easy for me to look at you and say, hey, think of yourself. Yeah. No, I know. She, it's <laughs> not that. Right, honey? It's just, um, hey, we're just trying okay. to lighten it up. I'm not, you know, I'm not great. Yeah. Um, think like if I was a superintendent right now, I'd be I'd be fired. Yeah. You'd have left probably at left. this point. Yeah. You would hope that, or you would hope that I would think that in my situation you get the good family. Yeah, yeah. Or, you, you know, got, and somebody that runs through it. I would not be fired at real. Doesn't, no, I don't think so. No, no. I, they care. That goes you know, a long I, way. You know, I say a lot about real, and it's like, uh, you know, it's like, that's five percent of the membership. When COVID hit, there was a fucking fund. We cut people's hours. There was all those hours were made up by this fund created by the membership who said, no, no, no there we can't like yeah we give a shit about the people to take care of my shit and if this was happened they would i the outpouring of support would be amazing and like that's it is a good club and that like they're good people but that goes a long way man yeah they would take care of me it really does like i know that for a fact and that like i've told my bosses like what ewing does to help me will never be forgotten ever it's awesome so um so but, what what can we do or what can the community do or and that's the first thing listening part? what can anybody listening do to help what, just, we want to help jordan yeah no i appreciate it um just reach out yeah just shoot me a text every once in a while hey you doing all right yeah that's it um so or the person that might be in your life somewhere else that hasn't heard for you in a while i promise you that aunt that and I'm speaking to myself, the aunt that hasn't heard from me forever. Yeah. I should probably just give a, hey, how, how are things? Yeah. You know, that are going through some shit. You know, people are going through shit that no one knows about. And even inside of your own family. Yeah. You know about it, but you haven't. Ah, well, fuck, she didn't give me fucking what I wanted for my But I get it because I, I was six. that person 12 fuck. months ago. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Selfish, right? Yeah. It's, uh. It's a very interesting thing until you get fucking whacked with it and you care a lot about it, about a lot of things and then all of a sudden you just don't. Yeah. But you have to realize that there are people in your lives that give a shit about those things. Yep. That at times... Did you fart? No. He just looked no. at Leah and was like, what am I going to say yeah. here? No. <laughs> no, it's, I know. No, it was times when my brother passed away. That you look at people that are in your life and you forget about them. Yeah. But there are times when you look at people inside your life and you realize that, hey, they've been kind of there. They don't. They're supporting you, you, yet your life has changed. My life changed. My yeah. perspective changed. I became a huge fuck 
everything. I'm not, this is all about me because yeah. of this. Realize that there are people in your life that aren't looking at it that way. They're there to support you. Yeah. They're there to do those things. And it's just, it's shitty on them. So support them and yeah. thank them yeah. that they're there. I oh, think no, it's okay for you to reach makeup out. Makeup is going to hey, run man. before she goes yeah. to work. She I just need to talk. Yeah. I just got to, hey, I just need to talk. Or, hey, I just need help with this. Or, me me and Becky, we got to get out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just, yeah, okay go golfing with help. the boys. Get Becky yeah. to yeah. go out with the girls for a minute. We or just have need all the to girls come over. Yeah. We just need to get away. And that's like the scary part for I think me. People want to help, they just don't know how. Right. And so I was sitting in Mayo yesterday while Becky was getting her endoscope. And the nosy husband I am is just, I look at her phone and like, who's called lately? And I shouldn't have done it, but it's pretty silent. And she has so many friends. It's like, what are you guys doing? No, I totally, I can hear it. That's why I said it's early going through that fucking funeral line. There was 10 of them I wanted to fucking strangle. Yeah. Because now all today they're. Oh, your brother was this or you know whatever that's how my feeling was in the whole time I was just so fucking pissed off at them all because I knew none of them ever reached out when he probably yeah. could have just used the fucking game of cards or just to sit down just and sit with you yeah and it's and yeah. it's not like a sympathy sit down it's like hey man I can't go to coffee I can't go to right. the bar I can't you have to come to me yep I'm sorry I'm and, fucked. And she has a this, couple of good friends. This has to happen. That are doing that. That I sent them a text yesterday. Like, as a dude, you don't, you're not like emotional with people. Right. But I sent we, them a text. Get on podcasts and get real emotional. Because it's oh, a fuck. weakness. Yeah. It's a weakness. You got I'm any Kleenex? Um, I struggle with that especially. Like, I don't know. Let's say a military. Like, it's just a sign of weakness. Like, yeah. If I break down, right. they're going to think I'm weak. Right. If I fucking, you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah, so I sent her best friend a text yesterday. I said, you know, I really appreciate you and everything you've done for us and for Becky throughout this whole thing. I'm not good at expressing that, but just know it doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah. Because people need that. Because if you don't say it, they're just like, does he even appreciate it? And it goes (laughs) all the way back to the guy standing on the side of the road. Sometimes you might need a nickel. You know know what? Fucking smile and wave at the Give him a water. Give him one smile and wave. Yeah. If you don't have anything to give him, give him an acknowledgement. It's a guy that you hold the door for, for in front of Circle K. You know, you hold the door. Say thank you. You're you have no idea him. what he's going through. Or been, just, just be a fucking human being. I mean, yep. this is going to sound dumb, but I like, heard a song. And it's just like, whenever, how often do you think about your parents and think about your love them? But just pick up the phone and fucking tell them. Tell, tell your them. friends. Tell You're them. You're thinking about their friend. You're thinking about Jordan. Pick up the phone. Just say, hey, man, I'm tell thinking about yeah. you. Yeah. Hey, mom, I just wanted to tell you I love you. Like, I was thinking about you today. I was just wondering how, how Becky's doing. Hey. How, yeah. how are you yeah. doing? Yep. Just how are the girls in, doing? Yep. I was thinking about you. Sorry if I'm bothering you. I How's just your wanted fucking to see how piece you're of doing. shit golf course doing? You're yeah. never. Anything and that's what I tell people. You're never bothering me. Yeah. Ever. Right. Like, hey, man, just wanted to check in. You're because yep. they might be going through some shit, or that that might have been the phone call. It's like, hey man, pre- I needed to hear that. Like I just needed to talk to somebody. It's huge. Thanks for calling because yep. nobody's called. Yep. Bye, and, honey, love you. 
and we're going to go through this. The sad thing is we talked to her oncologist is one of our friends is going to go through this exact same yep. thing. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. One of your, your friends? Yeah. Down the road. It, it, who knows when? Yeah. Oh, oh right. no. Okay. I thought that you just yeah, got diagnosed. Too. Sorry. No, oh, you're right. Yeah. No. One of our well, you friends. Will. Oh, absolutely. Is going to go like, like you've gone through it and you can help me. I'm going to be, yeah. I'm going to have to help somebody else. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, my brother always said at the end of it all, he's, you know, the writing was on the wall. Yeah. And his decision was, if whatever you guys can do to me, meaning the medical staff, can do to me to help the next person, I'm here. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm here. Just yeah. fucking start doing your thing. Yeah. And it's... And that's what trials are. Like, yeah. that's, like, we have, like... We were watching TV the other night, and commercial came on for HIV, and Becky's she just gets fucking pissed. It's like they have a cure for HIV, but they have fucking no cure for cancer. And I yeah. like I I I can't put myself in her shoes, but I would probably be the same way. You get angry, yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Um, so myself, I'm I'm doing okay. Like I've come a long way. The, you know, because when it hits you, you're just, you're just screwed up. Yeah. Your, your brain doesn't know what to do. Your body doesn't know what to do. You're just, you're going through the motions. You're also trying to be, at the end of all of this, you're trying to be a dad. A dad? Yeah. That's. Yeah. In, and you got a job. Yeah. Right. And you got a job. If life wasn't stressful enough. I yeah. think that's, that's also the biggest part. And you have to be you. We've said, we said it earlier. Yeah. It's you. Um, yeah. Got out to play golf with you, you know, last week at you came to Wickenburg yeah. and yeah. that was awesome. We went and had beers the week before, yep. which spawned all of this that I think that needs to be somewhat talked about. It's real life shit. It is. Um, and I don't know if I feel like jealous or is like, again, self-centered about it is I feel today you're a little better than I saw you last time. Uh -huh. Um, and I don't know if it's, ex you've maybe, ex maybe just with me, you're more comfortable, yeah. which is fine. Yeah. Or you're more comfortable with talking about it with other people, but definitely the rapport in the past month yeah. with me and you, I see that it helps you. So my point is to the people that we've bitched about it, call them, talk to them, whatever it is. It's yeah, reach helps. out to these people. Yeah. It, they're, they're just like you and I, they just have a little fucking situation and you're not going to fucking catch it. People need you. People need a fucking hug. They need a fucking slap in the ass. They need a kick in the ding ding. A little, yeah. Little little whack on the pee pee. Those are fun too. Make it a laugh. Make it a joke. Yeah. Make it a cry. I, because it hel everything helps. Everything just talking about it, mm -hmm. rather than into your phone or into your computer or into the mirror, or into your wife, your wife that's going through it, or the person that's going through it in your life, rather than them. Yep. Wake something up about it. Uh, I want to appreciate you so much for coming on and telling this story. I knew it was going to box a tissue day. The whiskey is deep right yep. now, and you yep. brought some good ones. Uh, let's wrap this bad boy up. Sounds Thank good. Thank you so much, Chucky. Um, not many people know this, but I'm, well, I'll probably edit this out. I don't know how I'll say it, but... 
a little bit of a music guy, and I sent you that song to, by Susan Santo. Yeah. I'm not a fucking country person at all. Yep. Uh, she sang for Honey Honey, and now she's out on herself. She was on Joe Rogan, and she sings a song that I don't give a fuck if anybody wants to sue me. This shit's going to be played. I promise you, if anybody's going through some shit, or if they need a little fucking kick in the ass, or they need fucking tell their wife they love them a little bit more, their mom, their dad, whatever it is, this song will make you run through a fucking wall. Jordan, thank you very much. Dan, love you. Love you guys. Later. Stay pissed, everybody. See you guys. And I love you very much, Mom and Dad. Thank you. Ooh, baby, that fire's coming down. Right into your walls, right out of your mouth. And everything you love just dash on the ground. So what you gonna do now? So you run to the river, you run to the sea You sift through the rubble and search the debris But you won't find anything if you don't find peace Ooh, babe, so what you gonna do? Don't.